You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa! What up, man? This is your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today, we have an amazing independent comic crusader that hails from parts unknown now you're gonna be getting into it you're gonna find out you're gonna find out how not unknown it is because they'll be blowing it up he's uh was a video editor and he got some dope projects out there let me introduce the one the only the very multi-talented individual the one the only clarence that's 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 right that's that's right yeah that's right thank you very much (laughs) thank you for the kind introduction i appreciate it thank you now, my brother, you rock, man. Thanks for hanging out with me today and talking a bit about yourself and where you hail from on top of that old comics influence and what you got going on because you got some dope stuff. I mean, so I can't Thank wait you. to start learning some history here with you. It's fantastic. Always love learning. So, you know, uh, let it be known all right, to the folks out there, where are you from and what was your first love in the whole fandom? Okay. Uh, well, I, I am from, I'm from, I come from Fiji. I'm in Fiji right now. So if you see me like sort of wiping my face a bit, it's very hot here. We just, it's I'm all jealous. year round. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm jealous of you. I wish I could be sitting here in a hoodie instead of trying to take <laughs> stuff off. But uh, yeah, no, I come from Fiji and uh, I've, I've, I've grown up here. I lived here my whole life, uh, but we've been fortunate, uh, even though we are in the middle of the Pacific, so far away from the US and all that. We, we grew up with a lot of the, uh, all the cool stuff out of the U.S. made it here. So oh, we grew cool. up on the Transformers. We grew up on the He-Man. We had hey. comic books, Batman, Superman, that kind of stuff. Um, but the cool thing is um, in Fiji, probably when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, uh, aside from the stuff that was coming out of the States, we, we had a lot of like things like the Phantom comics uh, out of Australia and Europe, or we had like Asterix and uh, okay. like the Smurfs and things like that. You know, a lot of European comics, and that's probably because of the maybe the British influence, because we used to be a sort of like a British colony up until um, the seventies. So a lot of that influence okay. brought a lot of European comics in here. So yeah, so growing up, I, I had a lot of um, yeah the Phantom, uh, Asterix before I started buying Batman and and Judge Dredd out of the UK, things like that. Nice, nice. So you really had that nice, very mixed. So what, what was the first love, though? What was the first thing that attracted you, that you fell yeah, in love uh, with? In all I, of fandom. It doesn't have to be particularly comics, but yeah, what yeah, was no, the yeah. thing that got you in? Uh, oh, no. I, I felt really hard for Batman from a very young age. I, I still remember, <laughs> um, we, yeah, we had a, a for some, somehow, even my first birthday cake, was a Batman cake, like like oh, just, wow. just not not because of me as a baby wanting a Batman cake. Just my parents had the foresight to 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 get me a Batman cake, so that's really cool. They but knew. we we used to yeah, so we we yeah they knew, uh, and we had a we had a corner shop uh, down the road from me, uh, and uh, I, I I honestly remember I remember uh, getting off the bus uh, when I was like six years old, coming back from school, stopping at the corner shop and seeing uh, I think it was Detective Comics. 603 it's it's the one with batman uh just driving down the road smashing his car into another car and i and i i remember that because i that's like my earliest com- uh memory of buying sure. my first comic i got it for a dollar oh nice one dollar nice. fijian which is like 50 cents us you know so yeah okay. oh where is that and, there are a lot of comics and, out there 
<laughs> yeah, man. And then so I just got into it. So I would I would buy one almost every day, and I would just and that that time that they, they, it had like. Where were no, you getting no that price. money from, young man? Oh, my dad. My dad. My dad would give me. I grew up <laughs> with my grandfather for the longest time. It was just my granddad and I. Okay. And uh, you know how grandparents spoil their kids, huh? So he would give me like my lunch money, and I, I would save my lunch money sometimes just so I could buy two comics in the afternoons. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are oh, you go starving for books? You see, folks, yeah. the sacrifice that us nerds go through. <laughs> no, don't even. You know, we sacrifice our stomachs lunch. We go yeah. week throughout the day so we could reach the comic shop and get our books. Yeah, Plus, man. I mean, that was the way. Yeah, and um, it. yeah, and my and uh, and, and yeah, and, and I would I would buy it, and uh, I would just and and you know, I I was uh, I was actually a very slow read. I didn't start reading properly till i was about eight or nine but the but the pictures oh, wow. you know like yeah i know crazy yeah like um just that's just me i'm it's not, it's not an indication of the school system in fiji no, or no, no. I, I just I'm, uh, you know yeah, yeah i just, just uh, like it wasn't that. something i did yeah i didn't um i would just play or ride my bike or we, we you know we got jungles and, I did everything. and things we just i was yeah, reading just, yeah. i was doing comics i was playing outside i was doing it all mm. yes yeah, so i did never, it all <laughs> yeah do it all so I, I, I really, reading comics got me into reading. So, you know, like I, I read, I, by the time I was nine, I was reading like Dracula and Frankenstein and things like that. But before that, I didn't. Oh, damn. I, he, yeah, oh, I wasn't into it. He started just passing jumped. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you alone in your fandom growing up? You know, or did you have a, or did you have a tribe of fellow collectors and fans? Um, when, I was in, when I was in primary school, when I was a kid in primary school, um, not not many, not many collectors. As I got into high school, uh, I, I and then I, I ran into a lot of people who were who were like yeah X Men fans and and That's sort cool. of Fantastic Four fans and Spider Man fans. We had a lot of uh, we had a lot of DC stuff, but we had a lot of Marvel comics. Like for every Batman comic or a Superman comic, we'd pick up. There'd be like Uncanny X Men or you know the four Spider. I think there were four Spider Man books out at the time, so we had a lot of that. So a lot, a lot of a lot of Spider Man <laughs> fans sure. and. Everybody yeah, be overdosing so, at that in that era, all types. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and and the thing is, we'd get it like maybe six months late out of the states, but we caught it. Oh, but we wow. had all the stories. We had we had like we would have like the you know uh, the extinction agenda. We had like the, the trial of Peter Parker. We got all that, but like yeah, probably. I'm pretty about five happy. Or six I, I'm pretty sure you were happy. There was no internet then because if you were getting it six months late, you would have been pissed. Oh yeah, yeah, the spoilers. On the yeah, internet, no, right? definitely, definitely. <laughs> And uh, we'd get them in these packs of five. It was two dollars, two dollars fifty for a pack of five comics. So whoever's at the bookstore would just randomly sort of package them. So you and they were sealed. So you you buy a pack of five, and then you go to school, and you're like, ah, oh, I've I've got like two X Men number seventy three or whatever. You know, like oh, what wow, you like oh, that I'll, that random. Yeah. They didn't even just look. randomly. They didn't, there was you no no. They didn't look crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They hey, at least you could trade though. That's pretty cool. Trade, yeah, yeah. I love it. So that, that are you sure it wasn't a new standing on direct? Because I always compare. <laughs> oh man, you know, I at the time I didn't really know about what the difference was between newsstand and direct, you know. So I'm not really yeah. sure what it was. Yeah. But that that's maybe the way you we did have two, but not necessarily two. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Too funny. Now I got mm -hmm. thinking like, oh my god, what did I just give away? <laughs> <laughs> Also, yeah. So talk about you then growing up getting into creativity. You know, okay, how, yeah. what, what, what was that spark? I, I started, I, I would I would draw my own Spider-Man comics. 
you know, because uh, we didn't get comics like every month. We would get them in batches. So like maybe in a month or two, you would just buy everything in the shop. Then you got to wait like three months for the next shipment oh. to arrive, you know? And as a, so as a kid, I'm so sorry. yeah, crazy, yeah? <laughs> So as a kid, I would just start drawing my own Spider-Man comics. You know, I would just like come up with weird adventures and I would do crossovers. I always had him Shout hanging out, out with Batman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, and then from there, I, I would always, but you know, the, the, my, my crazy thing was like, um, like uh, my, my grandmother, she, she, she hated me reading comics for some reason. She thought it was like rotting my brain or something. She thought I, I had to um, <laughs> focus more. in the 50s era. See, it was I guess, the yeah. era when, when you know comic book burning was like the the rage and the cool thing to do. Man, she burnt my books. What? No, she stop did. lying. Yeah. I, I'm not no. kidding, bro. No, seriously. When I was about ten years Grandma. old. Grandma. Yeah, man. She lives with me now. You know, I I've never forgotten it, but she lives with me now. I gotta remind you. Used her to look that. at her and be, like, "You lucky you live with me after burning my comics." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, Grandma, man. But yeah, so she lived your days are numbered, son. But I started again. I started again. I st- I started collecting again. I um. So, but yeah, I, I, it was a lot of lot of stuff. Wait a hand, minute. Hand, I gotta yeah. understand something here right? mm. before we even get into the spark. Mm. Now this makes me laugh because she despised you reading comics. She burned your shit, and here you are today <laughs> making comics. How right. does she feel about this? I got no grandma oh, feeling. She she's pretty proud of me. She's she. Got there's a lot it. of yeah she got over it she she, okay. she like uh, i think after a <laughs> while when i started working and doing my own thing i think there's a phase that some parents go through they 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 have an idea of what they want for their kids and yeah. you know she was born in the 40s she has she has a her set See? ways yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mm. she was the one pre- that burning have... book age okay but <laughs> she for some reason in some way she thought that would put me on a track to something i don't know yeah but uh, it didn't deter me. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I'm I'm happy that it didn't deter you. Excellent. No. All right. So you got in your path of creativity, how? Huh? Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So no. So I thought I would do that. Um. And the funny thing is, it it wasn't like I would read comics all the time, and then like when I got into high school, I didn't draw as much as I used to in primary schools. So I I would just, but I would still religiously read them. You know, like I would do like Heroes Rebirth, Apocalypse, all that kind of stuff. That was like the happening. At the time, yeah. they had the and that, so I was really into that stuff. But the funny thing was, it wasn't until I picked up, uh, of all things, um, this indie book called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac by oh, Jordan Vasquez. Johnny Vasquez, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I picked that up, and and that, uh, and you know, like just just a thing. I, I okay, I used to be in a punk band. Oh, where? Oh, wait a minute, yeah. you were in a yeah, punk so, band. Yeah, oh, I was in a punk band. In a punk band. I, I was a guitarist, and I sang a bit. Say uh, what? And, oh, what? I ain't uh, fucking with you in karaoke then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love karaoke. No, but the only reason I bring that up is because, like, I grew up listening to like Iron Maiden and Metallica and Slayer and all these things, you know. Whoa, but I never wanted to stuff. play like an. Yeah, but I never, I never. It's but it wasn't until I started listening to punk and and grunge, I started listening to like Nirvana and the Sex Pistols and things, and I was like, hey, you know, I can play those chords. I could start a punk band. Like I never thought of. I, I don't think I could play like "Hollowed by Thy Name" or something, or like. Say, but I could play right. like I could play like a punk song, you know. So that's the way. When I saw Jonan Vasquez, and it's no like discredit to his work. I love his work, but the simplicity of it and like the style of it, I was like, "Hey, I can, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. I can't, I can't draw like, 
I don't know, like like Jr. Jr. I can't do. Yeah. Uh, you ain't Tim Lee, but you you got son. Yeah, you know. So so I started doing that. So I I my very first comic was this thing called. It was a total ripoff of like, like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. It was called Vinny the Soul Drinker. This <laughs> <laughs> is guy going around oh, stealing God. people's souls. Yeah, it was. Okay. It, it 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 was fun though. You you draw it. You, you give it to your friends, and you have a laugh. That's how you, you know. did it. Just so, just with your, amongst your friends. Not did you yeah, really yeah. No, it, it never got published or anything. Okay. No, just amongst the friends. So yeah. how, how did your friends really react though? Was it a drunken night? You say, "Hey, everybody, by the way, check this out," or or, or was it just oh. gradually you were like, "Hey." Oh no, yeah, they they were they were into it. They loved it, and I and I would sort of. Yeah. I would, I would like. I had an idea in my head, but I would just draw all the cool bits. You know, I didn't draw like a whole book. I might draw like four pages here or six pages there, and this there was sort of like there was some some coherence to it. And I would like hey, check out these four pages, check out these three pages, and it was okay. it was cool. And my and yeah, my friends they they would have a laugh or they'd they'd comment on the drawings and stuff. And it was nice just to sort of for the longest time, everything I would do it was just to sort of entertain my friends. Okay, if they if they thought it was cool. I was happy, you know. They were like my benchmark. <laughs> so yeah. when did the so when that once you hit the benchmark, when did you take the dive? <laughs> okay, so really, take I started. Yeah, so uh, I I um about just before COVID, just before COVID, I was I was I started I was drawing. I was I was um just I mean I never stopped drawing. I was always I did visual arts. I'd always do sketches and stuff, and I would do storyboards for my for my videos and things like that. And then um, I was I, I I was really into Swamp Thing. I got into Swamp Thing just before I COVID. I love Swamp Thing, yeah. Yeah, I love him. And Which then, one did um, you get into? I started like from from the right, right from the from the Bernie Wrightson stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, yes, I, I went, yeah, right, went straight, yeah, right straight from the beginning. The yeah, <laughs> I love the Ellen Moore stuff, but I started right there from the Bernie Wrightson stuff. Oh. And um, I like and I love monster comics. I love monsters in general. So I was thinking, I, I was thinking about Swamp Thing. And living in Fiji, we we are just surrounded by mangroves. We call it the Dongo, which is like these black mangrove swamps. Oh, what? You know? How you pronounce it again? Dongo. It's 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 D O G O, but it yeah, but it's a, pretend there's an end in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So Dongo. Yeah. <laughs> The invisible so, end, Dongo. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the Fijian language has these sort of um, the funny invisible thing is like letters. In, yeah, invisible <laughs> letters. Uh, the C is pronounced the instead of ka. What? Yeah, so the so like it's, it's like we have places called like um like Dole Suva, but it's spelled C O. It's not Kole Suva. It's Dole Suva. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing with the language here. Oh, thank God! Yeah, I'm asking because if I go there, I would be so lost. Like, oh no no no! Everybody everybody speaks English in Fiji, so oh, everybody okay, speaks. Most people will speak two languages. They'll they'll do they 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 learn English in high they school. They understand what I'm school. trying to say. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah yeah yeah. No, but yes. Yeah, so just getting back. So I I got into the Swamp Thing, and I was thinking, you know, like, and then I started just reading all kinds of Swamp Monster comics. I, I, Man Thing, The Heap, um, Ooh, uh, The Bog he, Beast. Oh, from wow. like, yeah, this like, is this, oh my god, the Bobbies. Look at this yeah. guy. You, you, you started digging <laughs> deep, son. Just started Same digging word. deep. And I thought like every every major yeah. publication or every publication has their version of a swamp monster. Right. So I want I wanted to do one. So I came up with the mangrove. The mangrove. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll i send you, I'll send you a drawing of it. So it was pretty but I but I tied it to like because in like in Fiji you have this thing, it's called the vanua. The vanua, it's the spirit of the land. Like the, they, the people have, have a connection to the lands, you know. So his backstory was he's like a like a for, fallen warrior brought brought back by the land. So he's like 
made of like vines and wood and, and mangrove bits. And he's sort of just out to protect the people. Okay. Yeah, but the bits so, I made of are, are, are native to the land, right? Yeah, yeah. So that okay, was like, right. I started drawing that. That was, that was like my first book. I started drawing it. And I, would, I, I started that book maybe six or seven times. I, I, I never thought I was good enough as an artist to like do a comic. And so I would, I would start it. I would draw a couple of pages. But what was that? What, what made you start to self-defeatus at that time? I, um, I, I, I don't, I never, I just, I just didn't consider myself an, like an, like an artist. I, I, I draw, but like, what is an artist? You know, like, I don't know. I, I just, I <laughs> just never thought it was. Philosophical. Is what is an artist? Yeah. What is an artist? You know? So <laughs> I, I just, well, and then. How did you overcome that though? Just for people that go through that as well. You know, I mean, cause there's so many people that are just so badass. But they, they go through those moments. So how, because you're badass yourself, you know, the, how dare you even try? But how, how, <laughs> how do you overcome those, you know, moments? Well, uh, eventually I just got to a point where um, I, start, I started exploring a lot of different styles of art. And you know, plus, I'm into stuff like, 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 like the Max, where like it's such, it's such exaggeration oh, yeah, yeah, in, in art yeah, styles, you know? And yeah, absolutely. and I was like, then I was like, and I started, I, I got to a point where I was like, as long as my art is good enough to get across what I want to share. It doesn't have to be Jim Lee. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, any, Mobius, like anything right? else. Mobius. <laughs> you know, I love Mobius. It doesn't have to be Mobius. But if it's someone fine. picks up my book and they can just get the story that I want to share, that's what I wanted, you know? So I started yeah. practicing things like perspective and, and then anatomy and things like that. Just to get On your the, own or through schools? Oh, no, no. Just, just through YouTube videos and things like that. Or, hey, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the new college. <laughs> the new college, yeah. Or just life drawings. I would sit around and just uh, nice. draw things in my spare time when I'm at the uni. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted my art to just be able to get across whatever I want to share. If it's good enough to share what, I'm, what I want to share, that, that's, that's, that's okay, you know? Excellent. I was happy with it. Yeah. Excellent. So, so talk about them. Putting it really out there for the for the real stuff, putting it out there. What was that learning curve life when you started learning to put a real project together and then put it out there? Well, the first thing I did was um well, okay, aside from a, the what 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 really built my confidence as a comic artist was um I did a I did a short Batman fan comic. I think it was like 16 pages or something, and I shared it through Imager. Uh, Imager, Imager, and yeah, and then it <laughs> And and like in in a in like overnight it, I kid you not, it got like like one hundred fifty thousand, one hundred fifty five thousand views or something. What? Yeah, it was, and I was I was I was banging shocked. all night, right? Yeah, like, what the? Yeah, hell? just like I, <laughs> no, I had it on silent. I woke up in the morning right. and people were just loving it, and I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" I did this for Amazing. fun. Like, why? I can't believe people. And then, and then, and what I thought, a good morning. It, yeah, but even then, even then, I was like, nah, this is some kind of fluke, you know? And then I yeah. did like this Ninja Turtle, a Ninja Turtle uh, Predator comic. And that got like, a, like maybe like in two, two nights it, or two days, it had like, like 100,000 views and, and, and shares what? and likes and stuff. Yeah. And then nice. I was like, well, you know, maybe I, sh I, I, I should do. And then my, I got a friend. Is uh, he's like my buddy nice. at work, and Michael John. He's like, you should just do an original comic. Stop doing all this. Do something you can sell or something, you know. And even then, I wasn't convinced. And the only reason my book 
the book that Salin Yalo. This the only reason this book is out is because I was I'm doing a unit. I'm studying Pacific Say that studies. Again? Say that again. Oh, there we Say go. That again. Look at that. There, there we go. Ooh. Oh, look at that cover. Hey. Thank Beautiful you. Cover. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, the only reason this this even happened was I, I was studying. I'm st- I am studying Pacific studies, which is like a, like a cultural program at USP. It teaches you about like art and history of of uh, of, of, uh, of the of the region, and um, what and the units you can you can do a research project. You have to do a research project. It's a postgraduate course. So I, I asked my professor. I was like, "Hey, could I do a comic book?" It's either a comic book or I have to write like a 20,000-word essay or something. You know? And I was like, I don't write <laughs> a 20,000-word essay. I wanna, <laughs> can I do a comic book? And he was like, that'll be great. If you can work your, es- your research into a comic book, that'll be awesome. So I, I, did a, I, I started researching this thing called the 100 Nights, which is a, it's a tradition in Fiji. When someone passes away, there's 100 nights of ritual that people go through. And, they, and, they, and traditionally, they believe what they do in these 100 nights it affects the spirit on their journey in the afterlife. Oh, so the, that's what the book is about. The book is like having cheerleaders when you get in touch. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's it's things it's things like like they won't eat his favorite they they won't eat his favorite meal so he can have his favorite meal in the afterlife. You know, oh, or they no lasagna or for them. No, nah. lasagna, well, no pain, well, here, we, we, here, here we have things like lovo, which is like a like What's a lovo? a lovo is like a it's it's a it's a, it's like a roast uh, done in the earth. They make like an earth oven. They'll, they'll dig a massive pit. They'll put these coals uh-huh. down, put these rocks down, put all the meat. Uh, you have your, your giant like pork and, and, and beef and whatever, uh-huh. the chicken, chicken. They'll put it in there and they'll slow cook it for like eight hours. Oh. It is, yeah, it's, it's delicious. <laughs> it is the best. It is the best thing, and then the well, meat will uh, just fall off the bone. And you know, I so... need to Addy. Uh, we're going to a cookout, Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so that's how the comic book started, and then I, I would share it online. I, I, um, I was, I was on this, I was on the Facebook page for, uh, I mean, for for another YouTube channel, and uh, they have like a community on on uh, on Facebook, and so I was, I would share my artwork, and then um, the the. Uh, this this wonderful guy Sean Robinson from Living the Line. He was like, I love I love what you're doing with this art for this book. Can I have a look at it? You know, and I was like, Yeah, sure. I I didn't. I sent him a copy of the book. Sure. And he loved. It. Yeah, I, was, I I thought nothing of it. I was doing it as part of a research project. No pressure on myself to be well, doing it. Yeah. And then he's like, I love I love it. I want to I want to publish it. And publish, then, he says. Yeah, he want. And I was I was shocked. I was like, What? Is this guy? Yeah, like what do you mean published? <laughs> yeah, like he, he was like full on. We're we're gonna print it. We're gonna publish it. We're gonna put it out there for you. And, and I was Whoa. like, that is. I was so lucky. I was so fortunate. You know, I Whoa. I didn't. I thought I was gonna like print a couple of copies for my friend and just friends and just give it out. And it's just gone way beyond um, what I could have wow. hoped for. And I'm so so Amazing. grateful. So, yeah. so so talk about your your book and the story and, and where can we get that bad boy as well. Talk to me about the protagonist and, and the underlying theme. Okay, yeah. So during my research, I uh, I had come across this book from the 1800s because there's no there's very little recent research into Fiji's history. A lot of stuff is being done by uh, like scholars and missionaries and explorers that came in in the 1800s, as far as far back as the 1600s. So I found this book where there was this reverend. He was going around 
different communities just collecting stories. And he had sort of pieced together this thing called uh, Salaniyalo, which translates, um, translates to Path of the Shade. And it's a journey that because different because Fiji is divided into different provinces. There's 14 provinces, and pretty and a lot of these provinces they 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 have their own belief system. They have their own gods. They have their own sort of spirit animals. So this yeah. was it's yeah, a, it's like it's, tribes. It <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, like tribes. But yeah, and uh, but a little bit more intricate. Like certain tribes, sort of these guys are like teams, and these guys are teams, and these guys sort of they have this thing like that. They even have a thing where certain tribes back in the day. Uh, because they didn't want, they wanted to prevent uh, intermarriages. They were like, "That's that that village is where we're gonna go get married." So they would swap, you know, youths from there to sort of keep to keep a, a clean bloodline kind of thing, you know. Oh, and now that's man. in and now that's involved into a thing where if, if you're from that village, uh, they they do things like they'll 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 make fun of each other or they'll uh, they'll tease each other or or okay. it's like it's like little, little traditions they have. Yeah, yeah, so so my my story was from the eastern provinces of Fiji, and it wasn't like a, it was it wasn't a, a very cohesive story. It was very it was like bits and pieces of it. So I worked with this uh, wonderful man named uh, Simoni Sevendrendre from the uh, the Itoke Cultural Affairs uh, Ministry. Itoke is the people of the land. That's the uh, sort of the the name for the indigenous Fijians. And so we, so he does all the cultural advising. So I'm, because I, I, I am, even though I'm a Fiji citizen and I'm, I'm a Fijian, I'm, 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 I'm an Indian. I'm in, I'm, 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 I'm an Indo-Fijian, as they might okay. call me. So I didn't want to be this. I didn't want it to be disrespect. I wanted to do this thing, uh, with with uh, the uttermost respect for the proper Itoke culture. So I worked with a cultural advisor, and he helped me sort Ooh, of flesh wow. this story out. Yeah, and it took about maybe. By three months of research to get this thing, aside from my like six months of actually studying Pacific studies, three months of research to get this book together. So we would sit down and we would grog kava. Have you ever heard of kava? Yeah, I've heard of kava, yes. Yeah, so we would have these kava sessions for two, three hours where you sort of we'd, we would drink and just share like all these stories uh, about myths and legends. That and was spirits. the best fun. <laughs> it was trippy, man. It was very trippy. Like, I even met this one dude who was like just casually like I'm like what do you do? And he's like oh I'm a I'm a I I my sister's a a witch doctor I'm a, I'm a her assistant I'm like huh? oh so what kind of stuff do you guys do? Oh Sit you know down. possession. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was like oh you know uh, possessions someone gets possessed they call my sister we'll go down Same and, and I, was like, I was like what it was it was very what? interesting it was interesting yeah it was interesting what? that in this day and age there was there was there were these people that had this belief system or this cultural wow. system that was still very connected to uh to things from their from their past you know because i mean despite the colonization despite the christianity that's in the country despite modernization they had they still is a still a very strong traditional Don't belief worry, system Clarence, underlying. i'm puerto rican so i do come also from my colonized island in the caribbean right so, <laughs> uh, i understand yeah. i'm a fellow island mate sir <laughs> there we go yeah so yeah, so that's how the book came about. A lot of research, and nice. so the main character in the book, he is—he doesn't have a name. Later on, I—I—I uh, I wanna. I, I found a couple of names only because I wanted to give him an authentic Fijian name. Because nowadays, a lot of the names in the country, like we have, like uh, Tevita, Tevita is actually the Fijian for Fijian name for David. Oh, right, Tevita. Tevita. Is there. Okay, Tevita. We have Solom Solomone. And Solomone is Solomon. 
you know, oh, things right. like that. So a lot of uh, so I'm 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 working with for the second book. I want the character to have a name, but I'm trying to find a name that that was that's not from a from a from a colonized name, like an authentic old school Fijian name. So I haven't given him one nice. yet. So in the first book, he's just a nameless Fijian warrior. They call them Bati, okay. which is the word for the Bati. Fijian word for warrior. Yeah. Yeah, man, I definitely got there. a whole colonized name, Alexander. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm Clarence. Hello, how are you? You know, so <laughs> yeah, so so Bati, uh that's also the name of our of our of our sevens rugby team, they're the Fijian Batis. Yeah, Fijian Warriors. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that's so he's a he's a Bati making his journey through um, through the afterlife. And and the interesting thing about the journey is, um, it the 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 final destination is a mountain range called Nakovandra, which actually is a physical place in Fiji. It's an actual mountain range, but it's a little bit like um, it's a bit like that show Stranger Things. Where there's like the okay. there's like the real world version of Nakovandra, and the, and they also believe there's like there's like an upside down spiritual version of the same thing. Uh, so so if you get the book, see like that's that's the that's the the spiritual realm. Oh, there we go. Okay. And on, on the I back, see. I've got the actual the actual realm. You know? oh, it's like a, the actual okay. mountain range. Yeah. So yeah, and then Gosh, in the book, uh, like to to donate the to to show the different realms that, that we, we mess with. Like color palettes and things. So the red is the, Ooh, look the at spiritual those world. Oh, look oh. at that panel work, son. My oh. gosh. <laughs> what a tease. Look at that. So it looks so cinematic, that page right there. Oh, thank you very much. How many panels are you using? Jeez. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Look at that. I just, uh, oh, I'm, I'm trying to run up my camera. There we go. There you go. Oh, my God. Oh, look at that. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. So there's, and all the dialogue, it's mostly like a visual, a visual journey. I, I, I took a lot of inspiration from like I was watching that show Primal a lot. Oh, uh, yes. I love that. Bruh. Yeah, best. That's some cool animated stuff. show that that needs to win awards because man, that is did. the best yeah. and most heartbreaking show ever. Mm -mm. Yeah, so I love I, and even like I, I read a lot of like I was reading a lot of Mobius and I was reading a lot of uh, I love anything that has a uh, a strong visual narrative. You know, yeah. you I I, I like oh. to I like to. I have this thing yeah. where I I, I want to draw what I can't write, and I'll only write what I can't draw. You know, understood, man. And you, you definitely can't get no better than a primal, for example, in an right. animated form. You know, no yeah. words, the, the, the artwork, the the the, the movement tells yeah. the story. <sighs> so, so the book actually has like it's it's all like it's like silent, you know. Oh, yeah. Dude. So you did that intently silent. Yeah, That's so the but, there, but there is there is some dialogue in it, and the dialogue that okay. is in it is in Fijian, and it's got the translation at the bottom. Hey, old school. So, <laughs> yeah, so nice. so you can go through the whole book and sort of piece the narrative together yourself. But at the end, I, at the end, I do have like an explanation of my research and what the um, yeah, like the explanation for the research and what what the journey actually is. Just to give it some context, in case, because context is everything. You might something that might mean something uh, culturally to you, or or something that might seem normal in your environment. In the Fijian context, it might be different, you know. So you can sort of, I wanted people to go through the book and and piece it together themselves and have their own journey, but then also be able to like learn what the actual context and meaning behind everything is.
Oh man, and, and what's up, man? Where can we get this? Well, actually, before we can get about getting the books, this is just you, a you campaign, Clarence. Is this all you, or do you have a team behind you? Well, I I did the book all by myself, um, and okay, it layout yeah. the layout and everything. Uh, so, uh, but uh, do you Sean keep Robert, the hats? You should have all the hats there. Artists. I should, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can keep changing Illustrator them. and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. InDesign <laughs> and yeah, um, nice and. The other, th- uh, so it was. It's published by Living the Line, and um, and and you can buy it from their website, which is Living the Line Books. And um, well, you mean that one right there in the bottom? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can, Ooh. if you go to the shop, you can buy it there. But it's also <laughs> distributed through uh, through Diamond Distribution, so it, it it should be available at most comic shops um, in your area. If it's not, and if it's just... not, they better order it, right? I hope so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, the interesting thing is, it, I think it is a bit of a hard sell because um, when we were initially talking about the book with the publisher, we, when we were doing pre-orders and stuff, there was some talks about like, oh, you know, it's, it's doing okay. It's not, it's not as, as, uh, as, it's not like it wasn't performing as well as some of the other books because it is a bit of a niche story, you know, like um, yeah. it's, and, and, and maybe genre and style. But in Fiji and the region, it is doing very well. It like, um, yeah, like it just. It's they so, see themselves like, in something that they normally that's, have. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, ex- exactly, bro. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And and here it was like on the news. Uh, it got picked up by wow, uh, really? ABC, ABC, which is Australian broadcasting. They did hey, a story on it. Here, son. Yeah, oh man, I was I'm so grateful, and I, and it was picked up by this thing called Tangata Pacifica, which is like the biggest cultural online platform. Of the for oh, the region, wow. and they did a story on it. So, and and the interesting thing you. about it, nice. Oh, thank you. But the interesting thing about it was, it's being picked up by people who don't necessarily read comic books, Good. but they want it. But yeah, but it's like, what is this? It's from Fiji. It's 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 a cultural thing. So it's being it's being picked up by like people like just like not just like young kids or, or comic book nerds or whatever. It's like like people are just buying it out of the interest of seeing something. From Fiji, Different. I think, and I really, yeah. yeah, and I really hope that it encourages other artists from the region to just get in on this because we've got so many cool stories and so many amazing like things to draw from to make our own comic books. So why not? Yeah, so I want to line you know, up with you in, in the creation of the Das verse of Fiji. And I'd love to. Happen. Yeah, no, I'd love to. I, I, I hope. I hope I. I mean, I'm. I. I know a lot of artists locally. There are great illustrators in happen, Fiji. Bro. A Fiji they, they, publishing team. Come on, get oh, it. Oh man, it, yeah, Clarence. that would be great. That would be great. Yeah, that is the dream. That is the dream. Just, just have all these amazing artists. The thing is, in Fiji, uh, even though we come from such a from a culture, the Fiji the Fiji culture is is it's all art and oral tradition and and dance and music. Um, um, illustrating in Fiji. Is still sort of or, or commercial illustration in Fiji is still it's it's not it's not it's not very successful. My brother, uh, that that's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not about even success. It's something that they don't look at as being real. I think that's just right. you know, our color <laughs> issue, you know. Yeah. Uh, but even now, that's kid stuff, you know. Yeah, and yeah. They, they don't understand so, it. So I think that's something so th- across all of us that look like this. <laughs> maybe yeah true man uh yeah true like when you look at like countries like france or europe and stuff and they take they take the comic form as as 
a serious yeah. business, you know, because they, they encourage art. And, you know, they yeah. celebrate. Parents celebrate. Oh, you want to go ahead? You know, over here, mm-hmm. like that's not a real job, right? You know? Yeah, it's frowned upon, unfortunately, and, and that that's horrible to to creative, you know, potential, if you will. And then some, right. you know, some people like yourself, you know, say, "Hey, screw that!" You know, I am who I am, and others, you know, unfortunately, maybe could have been the greatest and give up. Yeah, yeah, stupid a- words. Yeah, so there's a lot of great artists in Fiji, but they do like sort of commercial illustration work. You know, they'll do like stuff for ad advertising and things like that. Right. They don't really bring do... them on board. Yeah, they'll I got happy. to. I got you know to. how many commercial yeah. artists I know that are comic artists that are like, I'm yeah, sure. and they kick ass. I mean, woo. I'm sure. Yeah. So I want to see it now, man. Some Fiji publishing. Come on, bro. Bring it, bring it, Clarence. I believe you. We'll do it. We'll do Let's it. Let's manifest, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, and and and, and no, it's and it's and I appreciate. Like like platforms like yours, you know, because like I said, in the region, it's it's doing well, and then you, thanks to you, I get to share my story with your audience in like the rest of the world, you know. So that's amazing. Oh, Thank you. Well, it's my honor and pleasure. So, Clarence, you gotta tell me, man, are you gonna be doing any conventions? Are you staying in Fiji? Any conventions in Fiji? Is that a thing? Will you be traveling what? out of Fiji? Will we see you anywhere? Let us know. Well, um, I, I've done I've done a reading of the book. Um, and we had like, uh, we were hoping for like 10, 15 people. We got like 30 people show up. So we did a read through of the whole book. Nice. That was pretty cool. Uh, I, I am doing some school visits locally as well because nice. it, it being a cultural thing, a couple of schools have invited me to sort of talk about the book and share the art and well, share the Chad, history you stuff. Bless, man. Educate Thank the you. children. Yeah. Thank oh. you. And, uh, we also managed to give a couple of copies to sort of like, um, like uh, these, 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 these book clubs that sort of go out to um, villages and uh, interior places, um, and so they'll be sharing that. Uh, but as far as like uh, like a proper like a con, we don't really have that platform happening in Fiji. There's no. Okay. It'll just be me with my book if I do it, you know. So uh, uh, one hey, man, one man, man, the Fiji uh, Comic man con, con, you know, yeah. stupid guest, Clarence Daz. Who else? That's it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know what? This is very bad of me. Um, Twenty years ago, or maybe fifteen years ago, there was there was a magazine. There was a magazine. It was called um, it was called Living in Fiji, and they would publish local artists. Okay. And local artists would do like uh, four-page comics and five, like three-page comics. Okay, so there, so cool. there was there was a scene. It just never went anywhere, you know. Like it's, it, they, okay. I think it lasted like two issues, and it didn't. But that, but the thing is, back then we didn't have. I feel like now, uh, with the Marvel movies coming out and the DC movies coming out, uh, like maybe fifteen years ago, you ask someone in Fiji, like, "Who's your favorite comic character?" and they'll go. I don't know, Batman maybe, but now because they've grown up, a lot of a lot of kids and a lot of people are sort of used to the 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 cinematic universe of these comic book movies. Um, I think it it makes it makes people a little bit more hip to the idea of buying and owning comic books. So yeah, yeah, it, they, people did try to make it happen once, and I definitely will try to make it happen again. Yeah, let's get it, let's yeah. get it, let's get it. You, you hear mm. this, folks? So again, let me keep showing. Let me show you one line over here. You have to follow. I mean, independent creators that can't right here. So you can follow him on Instagram, Nerdwalla, and the Nerd same Walla. on Twitter, all right? And, of course, you want this book, you want to check out this book, and, and, and a whole bunch of other books, but you go in there for this one right now, right? Make it rain. Just to live in the line books. Got to look at the, the, the joint right there and make it rain. I got the links below, too. <laughs> make it rain. So, Clarence, before we go, 
based on your journey and the way that you've done your things, I mean, you're a, a fan, a musician, a video editor, comic creator, my God. I mean, what type of advice would you give to somebody also trying to step into the game today? Um, I, I would say um, draw something. Okay, my, my main thing is I want to draw the kind of books that I want to see more of. You know, so like if there's something you want to see more of, that's what you should pursue. You you feel you feel the gaps that you don't see happening on this in the space. That's the way I see it. I wanted to see a Batman Lovecraft comic. I drew a Batman Lovecraft comic. I wanted to see the Predator take on Ninja Turtles. The Predator take on Ninja Turtles. I wanted to see more Fijian comics with Fijian characters and the and the cultural stuff. I drew it. You know, so just I think the passion will don't. Don't be don't be too worried about finding your passion. I think the passion finds you. Mm. You you can't pick and choose the things you fall in love with. You know, it's just so. Just um, yeah, just practice your basics and just draw something that you that you uh, you want to see more of. You heard that, folks? There ain't no BS. You make it happen. You want to see it, then you do it. Get her done for real. Clarence, man, you are nothing but a wonderful guest. I appreciate you being thank on. Thank you so much. Uh, as, as a fan, to create it, I want to say thank you. Thank you for doing what you do and being brave enough to share in your journey and your story. You know, salute to your friends and your supporters that told you, yeah, get, a, get it doing because you're doing it. And, and, and thank you. You blessed us with a wonderful project that I can't wait to more people to get their eyes on and, and see how expansive our world is and how beautiful it is and how many more stories original stories how it there to be shared by amazing creators just like Clarence. And get Thank it done you. with the Dodge verse, bro. I, I, I got to see the Fiji Dodge verse. Get it done. The, or the Fiji verse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Woo! you very much. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. It is my absolute pleasure. Me, gente, you know what it is. I follow the brands, Comic Crusaders, Undercover Capes. Check out all my other people's shows, like Outside the Panels, you know, The Friend of Crusade, No Price Podcast, K-Pop, Cosmos, Happy Spoilers, Cinema Crusaders, and so much more. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Wepa! Woo! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 